Welcome, nature nerds. This is You're Gonna Die Out There, Peace Corps Edition. Megan, happy 60th Peace Corps anniversary. Thank you very much, Jen. Happy as well to you. Happy 60th anniversary Peace Corps edition. Peace Corps anniversary. Oh my God. I'm not there yet. I have no (laughs) 60 year anniversaries. Just saying. Soon though. Come on. (laughs) We got plenty of time for that. Here we are. We um, have mentioned this in our previous episodes Mm -hmm. that we are really excited about reading some Peace Corps stories that we received from Peace Corps, return Peace Corps volunteers from all over the world. Yeah. And they are delightful. They are delightful. We're really excited to share them with you. Right. So we'll kind of, I guess we'll get right into it. Yeah. Let's start with our first story. All right. So our first story comes from Tom During. He writes... While serving in the southern rainforest region of Belize, I was chased by a full-size fur de lance snake. The oh local God. population referred to it as a yellow jaw jumping Tommy Goff. That's a fun name. That is a fun name and sounds insanely frightening. <laughs> yes. Like you don't want a snake that has something like <laughs> jumping? Yellow jaw jumping Tommy Goff. Sounds horrific. It does. Oh, my God. So he says, I was on my way to the outhouse about 25 yards away from my house. These snakes are 10 to 12 feet long or more and rise their heads above the grass to leap towards their prey to go for the neck. Oh, my God. Thank God I wasn't in Belize. (laughs) It chased me back to my one room house on stilts and climbed the stairs after me. Holy shit. Known for their aggressive behavior, that snake pounded on my (gasps) door for what seemed like forever. I spent the rest of the night sharpening my machete, even though the pounding on the door had stopped. Next day, I cautiously went to my neighbor who said we had to kill the beast or I would forever be constipated. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) What is that? How does that go together? Right. Well, because he couldn't go to his outhouse. Oh, I get it. I get it. I thought, okay, okay. I got it. So, yeah, he either would never be able to poop (laughs) or they got to, yeah, they got to kill the snake. Oh, that's so good. So using me as a lure. Oh, my God. This is so great. So using me as the lure, we roused out the snake from the tall grass. The snake popped its head up and started coming oh towards my me. God. My neighbor quickly pointed his rifle and shot it as it was coming towards me. I couldn't decide what scarred me more, the snake getting to me or the gun pointed in my direction <laughs> with the snake between me and the gun and then hearing the shot go off. Very happy that Mr. Ramclam had a very good aim. Holy crap. Oh my gosh, Tom. We Tom, cannot that's believe amazing. you survived that. I, I, you know, I'm so glad that we were not in an area that had snakes. We were well, lucky. There were blind snakes, but those, those are just cute. They look like earthworms. They don't do anything. This is like seriously frightening. I feel like a lot of these stories are about things that I'm just like, oh God. Right. I don't like, how are you still alive? That's crazy. Can you imagine being, it pounding on your door? That is like, that is right? what nightmares are made of. Oh, for sure. A snake chasing you. To go for your Just jugular. Running up the and stairs. And then beating on your door. I would not have slept. Let me in. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tom. 
That was good. I'm glad you survived that. We actually have more stories from Tom and we're going to spread them out because they're all really good. They are really good. Yeah, Yeah. we love them. So I'm going to read one from Stephanie Yvonne um, Fiak. Fiak? Fiak. Maybe? F-Y-O-C-K. I'm sorry, Stephanie. I should have asked you how to pronounce your last name, but thank you for sending the story. And this one is so good. So she says, my mom came to visit me during my service in Ecuador. I lived on the coast, so we decided to travel and rented a hotel in the jungle. Another Peace Corps volunteer in the jungle stayed the night with us. My mom woke up super early to shower and tried to grab what she thought was a brown scrunchie of mine. (laughs) The scrunchie, in quotes, air quotes. Here, the scrunchie was actually a tarantula. What the fuck? And it jumped onto the floor. (laughs) My mom came out of the bathroom screaming, Great big spider! (laughs) Oh my god! My fellow Peace Corps volunteers sleepily rose from the bed, grabbed a flip-flop, and flung it out the window, and then we went back to sleep. My mom was traumatized. Oh my god. I love the reaction. Oh, tarantula, flip-flop, fling! Just whatever. I I feel like that's how I started to feel about uh, centipedes in my shower. Oh, just I would always go to take my shower and there would be a centipede and there would be like a knife in the bathroom and I would just chop it up. Yeah. Take it outside. Just another day. Yeah. I had a giant wolf spider in my shower when I'm using quote air quotes as shower. It was just like the hose coming down in this like corrugated metal so no one would see me showering. Hopefully they probably did anyway. But and there was a wolf spider that just was right under where the water came out. So it was like right face to face. (laughs) And it was the size of my face. And I left it there for months. And I mean, it just I was like, "Uh, we're cool, cool, cool. You're cool. You're cool. cool. Let's just uh, hey, let's just do this. And I just like constantly watched it while I showered. (laughs) It's just like, just just stay there. Oh, my God. There are so many shower stories. Oh, a lot of shower stories so this is from a volunteer who sent in a story but we're not sure if we can use her name uh, but it's pretty good i flew with a frog packed in one of my shoes from phuket to bangkok while hanging out at the peace corps headquarters in bkk my shoe bag started to move on its own (laughs) knowing this could be very bad i cautiously opened the bag outside and found froggy Froggy now lives in BKK. <laughs> Froggy almost flew to Mumbai as that was where I was heading next. Gotta check your shoes before you pack them if they have been sitting outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally things get in your shoes. And she sent us a photo. She did. And we're totally, we're going to post it on the Instagram. We are. It's too good. It's too good. It's too she good. has the evidence there. So, yeah, I guess that's a little um, biosecurity. <laughs> biosecurity. Always shake your shoes out. Before check you your, pack them. Check your luggage, your shoes. All I the know things. that I traveled with cockroaches all over the world in oh, my yeah. stuff whenever oh, yeah. I was a Peace Corps volunteer because I know they were in there. The next one is from um, another volunteer. Not, and I will not use her name, but she has a really cool name. So she does. maybe she'll <laughs> let us use it. So this is a real short one. I love it. So she says, I woke up to a scream one morning and found my site mate naked and afraid of a rat that had swum up our poor flush toilet from the septic tank. She has <laughs> she has started sitting down. Oh Not God. the best way for anyone to start their morning. Just have a rat flying out of your toilet up your ass. That sounds horrific. No, thank you. I remember the rats being insanely huge. And I was thinking like, Wow, I there was a rat at a fellow Peace Corps house and I think you had stayed at that same house at one point. 
the rats ate a chicken. Oh, yeah. 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 If it's where I'm thinking of. And they also had like a little dog. Yes. That was not much bigger than the rats. Right. And I was like, and it was, it was kind of scared of the rats. And yeah. I was too. Yeah. It's funny how I thought that having a mosquito net would save me from things like that. It just oh, felt man. like it would help you somehow. When I was at my site, um, I had um, a mosquito net and there was a cat. The family I lived with had a cat and mm-hmm. I, because I fed the cat, it started thinking it was mine, which was cool. Yeah. And that cat would murder rats and put them on my, the end of my bed on my mosquito <laughs> net. And it was white and it was just like a big blood stain at the bottom <laughs> of my bed on my mosquito net. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> so but I was nice. like... This is good. At least I have a cat. Yeah. Yeah. She was doing it. She was taking care of business around there. All right. So this next one, I'm just going to go ahead and read it. Uh, it says, so a little bit about me. I'm Emma and I served in the Peace Corps from 2008 to 2010 in Mozambique. You're welcome to use my first name and country slash years of service. Thank you, Emma. Oh, thank you. That's awesome. Uh, I was an English teacher in a small community in southern Mozambique called Inharame. I taught ninth grade English at the area high school, like 60 plus kids per class in a reed hut with no extra resources kind of teaching. OMG. Wow. Glad I wasn't a teacher. That sounds like a lot. That's rough. Uh, I absolutely loved my experiences and time there, and joining Peace Corps is still one of the best life decisions I ever made. Well, there you go. A little shout out for the Peace Corps. It is. Um, I never really had issues with vermin like mice or rats in my home during the two years I was there. We had plenty of cockroaches, ants, and spiders, huge, and the occasional snake, but I never saw any rats or mice until one day when I got up at 5 a.m. to get ready for school, opened my underwear drawer, and reached in to grab a fresh pair. Only to have my hand touch something warm, soft, and squishy. (laughs) I immediately looked down and screamed as I realized it was a little mouse asleep in my underwear. I had to run to my Mozambican roommate who got a broom and helped me get get the little guy out of there. I had to spend the rest of my afternoon after I got back from school deep washing my underwear. (laughs) Well, probably there's not a lot of mice and rats because they're snakes. Because they're snakes. And the rat was or the mouse or whatever was like hiding out. Yeah, that was like a safe spot with the panties. That's an awesome story. I had the occasional run in with mice and rats, but we didn't have snakes where we're at. So we had mice in. Well, my host family kept the pig feeding bucket inside the house that I stayed in. Mm -hmm. And we we would always have a mouse in it. And I also had a cat and I would go and just tip the bucket (laughs) and then the mouse would jump out and the cat would like go kill it. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got to keep that cat because my host family was like, this cat's gross. And I was like, no, it kills all the mice. Yeah, yeah. cats are great. Um, this is a little short one, but we just thought it was so insane. And yeah. if you're listening to this, I can't say your name because you didn't tell us if we could or not. But if you listen to this, please send more. And if you have pictures, are you guys ready to be freaked out? I have read this one and I just want to say, I want to see pictures so bad. Yes. <laughs> And I want to hear more. I want to know the full story. The whole story. But here's a little blip of it. A spider laid eggs inside my arm near my armpit. Oh, my God. I feel like there's some movie about this. We're like, oh. Like arachnophobia or something? where spiders come out of the face. Is this like a poltergeist thing? No, no. That's when his face like falls apart. Anyway. Oh, my God. I thought it was eczema. (laughs) And one night, laying in bed, it started to itch, and dozens of itty-bitty spiders started emerging from my arm. 
Good a God. Horror movie. Yes. But also nightmare. I'm morbidly curious. Me too. What kind of spider was that? What did it look like? I want to see pictures. I, and then what do you do? I would have just been like, ah, like, <laughs> like somebody do just, something. It's <laughs> happening. Just light it on fire. I mean, <laughs> I just, what do you I just cut it off. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you just like let the spiders hang out in your room to help get rid of the roaches? Like they're yours. Yeah. You're like, well, these are my babies. These are- <laughs> Hello, babies. Come. <laughs> that is insane. Please tell us more. All right. Uh, so the next one is another no-namer, but we would love to get more on this and also see a picture and use your name. So uh, I once woke up to a mouse screaming as it was eaten butt first by a large gecko. <laughs> I have picture. Send that picture. Today, we want it. We today. want the picture. Please send it. We want to know more. That I mean, that's a huge gecko. I've seen huge geckos before, but that's that's a huge gecko. Butt first. It's crazy. So you can hear the screaming. So this is another excellent one. Yeah, it's another one-liner, and we need more. This one says, "Not much of a story, but I once nudged a snail the size of a large grapefruit with my foot, and I swear it screamed. That haunts me." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. A screaming snail. I have never seen a snail that large, but somebody no. else posted that it feeds a whole family. Oh my, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, imagine the size of a grapefruit. That's huge. I don't know, because I was watching alone and they were eating some giant slugs. Mm. They said they tasted yeah. pretty good. You just boil them and kind of, you know. Sure. Escargot. Uh, yeah. I mean, probably pretty good. You know, the thing from Peace Corps that haunts me is that during crab season, because my host family's bathroom, the piping for the the shower went yeah. directly outside mm-hmm. and we live very close to a beach area and during crab season would be like thousands hundreds of thousands of crabs just oh i mean just like it was like a carpet of crabs oh. and they would come up through the pipe and i would be taking my shower in this like concrete not painted concrete bathroom with like mm-hmm. one light bulb attached to a <laughs> attached to an extension cord it's always just like a hanging light bulb yeah it's and super it was creepy it was like the light bulb that we use for the bathroom but also for like the kitchen slash food area so like you could be taking a shower and then someone would come in to get rice or something and they would like take the light out of the <laughs> bath- so, so you'd, you'd be, be like in there in the dark pitch dark in a concrete in a non-sealed non-painted concrete (laughs) bathroom and then there would be this like click 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 click. oh god click and you look into the drain and there are crab claws like legs coming up for you up for you the first time it happened to me i was like what the fuck is that (laughs) (laughs) and then and then it became so common to just have a crab living in my room Mm -hmm. and it would get all white you know they would start out like purple but like normal colored yeah. land, land crabs, but then mm-hmm. they would turn white because they just were dying oh, God. <laughs> in my room and I could never get them. They would be in like places I could never get them. So yeah. just be like all night long. Click, 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 click. Oh my God. Anyway, that still haunts me. All right. So this is another story uh, sent in. I would say the day I had a green mamba in my living room constituted one of the many near-death experiences in Kenya. Good Lord. <laughs> I had seen the mambas around the farmer's compound where I lived as they sunned on top of coffee bushes, but never considered they would come into our home. 
One day as I sat on my couch reading, I looked towards the door and there was a green mamba who then stuck its very scary long red tongue out at me. Oh my God. I screamed at the top of my lungs and the 10 year old next door came running over with a machete. (laughs) A freaking 10 year old. (laughs) I know, right? Came running over with a machete and chased and tried to kill the mamba as I stayed on top of the chair like the coward (laughs) I was. My other run-in with mambas was a Jackson's mamba as I was riding my Peace Corps oh mountain bike God, in the countryside. I know. I saw it stretched entirely across the road, and as I hit it with the front tire of my bicycle, it began to rise up <gasps> as if to strike me. Oh, my God. I quickly took both feet off the pedals and stuck them up into the air as far as I could. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the visual of this? Stuck them up into the air as far as I could and got past the mamba. I have more snake stories, plenty of scary, horrifying public conveyance stories, and, of course, being locked in my house for three days during a national election was up there. Jesus. When you're in Peace Corps, there's never a dull moment. Totally. That's the truth. Mambas. See, I, see, I see? brought it up in the our, one of our other episodes. The we talked about Poisonwood Bible. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always think about that. I think somebody wrote us about a Poisonwood Bible um, yes. experience, but it's the ants. Right. We'll probably read that on the next one. Yeah. It's when all the ants like come through and they just clean up. There's a few stories about that, and we totally want to read them. Maybe we can read them like together. Yeah. Because that's just nuts. All right, so we have another great story here, and I'm not sure if I can, you know, if you guys are listening to this and we are okay to say your name, you can let us know, and we can like... Because we did get people who wrote a story, and then we wrote them, and then we're like, hey, can we use your name? And then they didn't specify. Yeah, they didn't specify. We don't want to say your name if you don't want to, So, but if you hear this and you want us to say your name, we'll totally give you a shout out. Mm-hmm. On the next one. So just let us know. Yeah. Okay. So this, this one. Is our last story, right? Yeah. The yes. last story for, right. for this um, yes. episode. And then we'll hit some more on the next one. And if we have more, our other ones we missed, we'll, we'll yeah. do another one. Add them in. Yes. All right. Zambia, right? Yes. Okay. Zambia, 2011-ish. It was very quiet after dark. I was in my hut, feeling loopy from taking some kind of medicine. I can't recall what it was, but between being sick slash dehydrated, plus the effects of meds. I wonder what meds those were. Well, it must have been in his giant Peace Corps med box. Yeah. And yeah, who knows? Probably everything in there. I was in a hazy state of mind. I tried sleeping, but every time I closed my eyes, it felt like my hut was spinning. (laughs) Actually, the hut never stopped spinning, but it wasn't as nauseating as when my eyes were open. So I opted to stay awake and read. Mm. I sat in one of those fold-up camping chairs and used the headlamp to shine down on the pages. I read every single night with a headlamp. And let me just tell you that I had one that was like white or red. Oh, I love the red one. The red because the bugs don't come to it. Right. So for anybody who's going to be a Peace Corps, or if you just go out, use your red light. You can read just fine and the insects don't aren't attracted to it. And if you also ever are like wanting to read and there's someone else in the room with you, the red light is yeah good times. It's not so disturbing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Back to the story. So, blah, blah, blah. so uh, headlamp to shine down on the pages. The book was Jurassic Park. <laughs> the book was Jurassic Park. I distinctly remember that. But it was hard to focus on what I was reading. I kept drifting from story to my dazing thoughts often without noticing the transition. I felt drunk. Whatever those meds were, they really knocked me for a loop. 
It was a tad bit scary not having a firm grip on reality. The one thing that kept me grounded was that in my mind, I knew the room wasn't actually spinning. Mm -hmm. And I knew these effects were going to wear off eventually. So I tried to simply wait it out by continuing to read. I don't think I could read. I think I would have a hard time reading. But I guess that's just all. I guess that's what was working. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So until something that my mind could not explain suddenly happened... One of the dinosaurs from the book audibly <laughs> roared. I remember, I remember sitting there in utter shock and silence, panic slowly beginning to seep in. This sounds like <laughs> a, like a med that wasn't in the Peace Corps box. I know, right? <laughs> like this sounds like something somebody would have given me and been like, "Here, drink this." And I've been like, "What is it? Oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Totally safety. It'll help you feel better. It's so safety." <laughs> One part of me was absolutely convinced I had just heard a dinosaur roar loudly the other part of me was trying to calm myself down by saying it was just an audible hallucination do those even exist i don't think they do (laughs) (laughs) i think if you're hearing voices it's like it's yeah not good it's not good (laughs) i sat completely still listening to the quiet night for any sounds besides the termites chomping on my thatch roof nothing (laughs) so i continued reading then i hear it again but this time it sounds like multiple repetitive roars with one that was blood curdling. What the fuck? Oh my God. Okay, I know that was real. Not some construct of my brain, right? But if it was real, it's obviously not a dinosaur because dinosaurs are extinct. What is it? I hear it again. Luckily, it isn't directly outside my hut, which is a relief. And it's like, roar. (laughs) It's not a lion. It's not an elephant. It's certainly not a human. Wait, is it real? Maybe these meds are messing with me more than I realized. Half convinced the roaring is coming from my head, I decided to retreat to the safety of my bug net. <laughs> it's funny how you feel safe in this little itty bitty thin oh, and net. It's like, it's like, yeah. You're like, I'm good. Nothing can get me I in would here. always feel better. <laughs> I know, right? So the safety of my bug net draped around my bed. Despite the spins, I close my eyes and eventually fall asleep. Luckily, without vomiting, I wake up the next day still sick, but no longer dizzy. I immediately document the experience in my journal so I don't forget that that was one of the strangest experiences of my life. I don't know what taking hard drugs was like, but I'd imagine what I experienced was comparable and I didn't like it at all. I wrote in quotes, remember, never do drugs. (laughs) It's like note to self. I finished journaling and went out to greet my host family who had been, hadn't, haven't seen me for the past few days because I was sick in my hut the entire time. Just out of curiosity, I asked them if they heard any loud animals last night. That's when they tell me a hyena made its way into the village and killed a calf. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Apparently, Aww. cattle make very lar- loud stress distress calls especially when they're being eaten oh my god funny enough in the entire two years i lived there i only saw one or two snakes from a distance and a one large centipede apparently a visit from an actual predator is extremely rare and news of the hyena shocked the locals just as much as it did me oh poor calf that poor little calf i know a hyena man hyenas really creep me out yeah like i you know i I think that when you like see them on tv or in movies Mm -hmm. like you know the lion king Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like totally real stuff. They seem small, but they're actually like huge. They're huge. Yeah. yeah. And super scary. What's funny to me about that story is that he's reading Jurassic Park where they feed a calf to Oh right. The T Rex. Wow. I was like, wow, you're reading Jurassic Park in two thousand eleven. 
So, I mean, oh, yeah. but I read some crazy shit as a Peace Corps volunteer because oh, I read, I read all kinds of stuff I could find in the little library, like yeah. whatever, whatever there I was, was like, just give me a book. I need to just read do it. Yeah. Well, that was an excellent story. That I love was. it. I love that he actually wrote in his diary. Remember, never do <laughs> drugs. <laughs> That's like good. noted. Thank you. Done and done. Done and done. Yeah, those were great stories. You guys, thank you for these stories. We love them. And we have more. So many more. So many more that we're going to save for another episode. Yes. Yeah. So do we want to share like just like a little quick story? A personal story? From our experience? Sure. Okay. I'm going to let you go first. I'm still thinking of one. So... Oh God! Okay, let me let me back up a little bit. Let Let's me give you take it back. Let me give you a little bit of history. Give <laughs> there us was... some history. Paint paint us like the background. <laughs> right, right, right. There was a typhoon. It was a small typhoon, but okay. The, my my host family typhoon nonetheless. Yeah, I stayed in this house. It was concrete with uh-huh. a tin roof, and at one point, the someone had decided to put down laminate flooring. Uh-huh. And so during the typhoon, the whole house got flooded. Just like pff, right. I had these amazing dragon shorts. They got. They got sent to the woods. I don't even know where they 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 were gone. Um, and so when they got back into the house, mm-hmm. uh, they put down these giant. Well, first they put down a bunch of cardboard. Okay, naturally. Naturally, that's what you do. Cardboard on top of the laminate. Okay, that's not stuck to the floor, mind you. Okay, so it's the just laminate like concrete, just like laying on top of the concrete. Yeah, concrete okay. space, laminate space, cardboard. Uh, cardboard, and then someone gave them these ginormous planks of wood. Oh, nice. So they took the wood and put that over the top of the cardboard. Like a plywood? Yeah, it was like freaking two and a half inch thick plywood. I don't know. It was, it was really thick. Anyway. Okay. We're in a warm climate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's wet. Yeah. There's cardboard. And let me just tell you, if you don't know this, cockroaches are like, love cardboard. They love it. Oh, yeah. They love the it's, cardboard. It's like a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so my room and the rest of the house, just, I mean, the quantity of cockroaches, it mm. was crazy. And it's like, I didn't want to be like, hey, you know, you guys, you shouldn't put them, you know, I don't want to be yeah. like that, whatever, Peace Corps. So I just lived with it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to freaking live with it. But then it just got to the point where it was like, they were in everything. And I was like, I cannot, I cannot do this oh, anymore, God. at least in my room. I right. just, I cannot. Right. And so I went to the hardware store <laughs> and I got a can of Raid. Awesome. Yeah. And it was like, this I was happening. really almost staying alone in, on that, in that house. There was like two, it was like kind of a large compound. I was like in this one house and I went into my room one night after everyone had gone to bed because I didn't really want them to know that I was like murdering all these cockroaches. Right. So I sprayed every like crevice in my uh-huh. room with raid okay and then i thought i'm just gonna go to bed in this room <laughs> that's like full of raid full of raid just fumigated You're like whatever i was like i don't even care yeah. i had like read the directions it was like don't do that and i was like you know what <laughs> i'm tired all these windows are open i'm everything's fine um, yeah. i'm tired i, I just want to go to bed i'm so tired so i lay down in my bed did you have a mosquito net oh oh yes okay and i had played i had bought a fan uh-huh. And I put it at the edge of my feet and I put it on every night. Like every night I had this little metal fan 
It was like mm-hmm. my personal fan, and it was. I never slept with sheets. It was so glorious. I fucking. It You're was lucky like a you dream. had power. Yeah, I was very lucky. Oh, yeah. Uh, laying there with my fan, just living the life, falling asleep, and then all of a sudden, I'm hearing this like, <laughs> like right. like a little right before that, like a little <laughs> clap almost, and then. And it's just like all night. It keeps waking me up. And I'm like, good Lord, what is going on? Right. And I don't. You didn't think about it? I didn't. I was, well, probably I was in some kind of drug induced haze from the the fumigation. (laughs) The raid. The raid. I was probably like out of it. I don't know. I was really tired. Looking back on it now, (laughs) there was probably a reason I was really tired. So (laughs) I like wake up in the morning, rooster. You know, I'm gonna, like wake up in the morning and I'm like, all right, let's start the day. And I go to get out of my mosquito net and I look on the ground and there are hundreds. Uh, <laughs> maybe it was more like 20 or someplace between 20 and 50. Or Felt like 50 and 100. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dead or dying cockroaches. Oh, and I hate when they're dying. They're just on their back and their legs and they're are making like that wiggling. Noise. Oh, my God. Yeah. So all night long, that's what I'd been hearing was them coming out from all the places and dying and dying like all around your bed while you're sleeping. Yeah. And then I had to sweep them all out. Mm-hmm. Um, but the best was like after that, I would I would be sitting in my room mm-hmm. and the door would be open and a cockroach would walk by my room. And but would like, nope. never come in. Nope. Nope. Yeah. It's like the death area or something. Right. They're like, it is but, strong in there. Yeah. Don't fumigate your room before you're going to go to sleep. I know, yeah. That shouldn't be in there when that happens. Probably not a good idea. <laughs> good times. Good times. I'm trying to think of a story. I, I don't know because I was a little bit more remote place than mm-hmm. you were. Yeah. But for those of us who were remote and couldn't, well, there wasn't like a hospital or anything like with within close proximity. Mm-hmm. So there was some travel involved in getting to it. So they gave us a huge box of medical supplies. So I don't know if you remember that. Like we had I a whole do. handbook on, and I mean, we had antibiotics. We had like everything you could possibly need you, for you guys, anything. Yeah, you guys had extra stuff. We only got the dental dams. Right. <laughs> so, so we're like, really? So yeah, we had a box full of supplies. It was insane. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, each of us went out to our sites. And I remember looking in my medical box and I had a ginormous ziploc like it was it was a gallon ziploc mm-hmm. but it was packed with condoms <laughs> and i was like jesus christ what do you think i'm gonna be doing out here so i i remember i was like kind of laughing about it and i showed my host family and they were like that's hilarious give me some you know so they like wanted some so i gave them to i was like you can just have them like spread them around the island or whatever yeah you know and they all thought it was really funny i gave them those and i used to have like this whole pack of like little kids like three and four years old that used to hang out with me all the time (laughs) and they would always come to my little hut and i had like coloring books and Mm -hmm. games and they would always come over and just play at my my little hut literally it was like a hut that was open all around yeah so anybody can see what i was doing (laughs) at any time i had gone to the little preschool that they had Mm -hmm. and i was i had was doing some stuff and I also kind of did some stuff at the library. And when I came back to my house, I must have come back a little bit late. And all of those little kids were there waiting for me. And they were like, oh, 
we have these balloons. And I mean, in their language, and they had like on, they found the condoms oh and they God. weren't in my house. They were in the host family's house, but their house was open too. And they thought oh. they were candy. Oh, no. And so they took them and then they proceeded to just go to town like playing with them and they blew them up. <laughs> and they had like little balloons and they were like condoms and condom wrappers like everywhere <laughs> there was like five kids that just went crazy <laughs> and i was like oh my god so uh, it was it was great that's was, really good it was pretty funny that's pretty funny that's one of my funnier stories those same kids one time they all got pink eye like at the same time and they looked like little zombies and i had luckily i had some pink eye ointment yeah because nobody there wasn't any on island and i treated yeah. all their pink eye and oh I was like, I hope I don't get it because I'm out. Right. <laughs> I was like, don't touch me. Oh, wash your hands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's pretty good. So there's my story. So with that, yes, we can maybe share some more later. I have to think of some more because there are a lot. Yay, Peace Corps. Woohoo. So I guess in the meantime... Send us more stories. And yeah. tell us if we can use your name. Oh, yeah. And tell us if we can use your name. Or a and... fake name or whatever. Oh, yeah. Just Make get... up a name. Like Mamba Killer number one. That sounds like someone's hotmail. No, that sounds like Mambo number five. <laughs> a little bit of a... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> just make something up. We're in. We're, yeah. we're all in. We're down. Um, and also, so you can send us an email. Mm-hmm. Or fill out the contact form. That's how a few of these got to us was yeah. a contact form on the website. Go to our website, you're gonna die out there dot com. Yep. Send, Send us, us an your email, you're gonna die out there at gmail dot mm-hmm. com. Follow us on Instagram. Twitter. Rate, review, subscribe on uh, all the things. You guys know all the you things. You know the drill. Check us out and stay tuned for the next episode of more Peace Corps stories during this um sixty year anniversary of Peace Corps. Woo-hoo. And until then Don't die out there. Bye. Bye. Bye.